This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm super excited to be recording this podcast episode today. Now, I want to touch on one thing and that is some feedback that somebody left me regarding the podcast. And apparently over the past few episodes, I have had notification noises being popping up all throughout my podcast episode. I'm so sorry. So I realized how to turn them off. What has happened is, is I've just recently bought a MacBook Pro. Gosh, I'm, I'm going way off track here, but I want to explain to you all. I've bought a MacBook and I really don't know what I'm doing. I've always just used a normal Windows laptop and now I'm just getting used to using a Mac and I have no idea really what I'm doing, how to turn off notifications. And so I receive a million emails a day and so it's just been pinging throughout my podcast episodes. So my apologies. And the person that did leave that feedback, thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode, notification noise free. So my apologies. Now today we are going to talk about the seven things you need to do to achieve your fitness goals. Very, very important. Now, before we get stuck into that, what I do want to let you know about is the free resource I have created, which is the macro table swap guide. Now that is going to show you how to build out a meal that's going to help you reach your macro targets and how you can actually change up different protein sources, carbohydrate sources and fat sources to be able to create literally hundreds of different meals. Now, I have that linked in the show notes. So if you go into the podcast notes, you'll be able to pop in your email there and I'll be able to email that through to you. It's a really, really cool resource. I do have another resource I'm currently creating as well. And I'm about to give you some top secret information here only for my podcast subscribers, it is going to be free workouts that I'm going to be giving you all, which I'm so excited about. It is a free training program. So keep your eyes peeled and make sure that you're listening to the podcast because I will be releasing that and letting you know how you can get your little hands on it over the next couple of weeks. All right, let's get stuck into today's podcast episode. So we are touching on the seven things you need to do to achieve your fitness goals. Now, There are several things that majority of people don't do, and that is why they don't see results. These are, I would say, the top seven that I see for most people. Now, let's get stuck into number one, and that is taking action before feeling motivated. Now, the biggest reason people don't achieve their goals or follow through on the things that they want to achieve is because they lack motivation. Now, I'm going to tell you a little secret. For most people, when they decide to make a change, the first three weeks, they are super motivated. They're feeling on top of things. They are hitting all the goals. Let's just say it's a a health and fitness goal. You know, they're hitting their calories, their macros. They're getting to the gym um, and doing all of their workouts each week. But by week three, motivation starts to decline. Now, here's the issue. Most people rely on motivation in order to take any kind of action. And there's a real problem with that because motivation is not going to get you very far. Now, what you need to do when you don't feel motivated is to break down the big goal that you have into achievable steps and take action on those. Now, the biggest thing that I have learned in my life is that 
there are times when I don't feel like doing something, but I know I need to do that thing in order to achieve the goal that I'm wanting. And it's discipline. It's just building up the discipline to know that there are going to be times when you just do not feel motivated to do the thing that you want to do. And I always bring this back to brushing your teeth, right? We all know we have to brush our teeth. We don't wake up in the morning so excited to brush our teeth. Like it's the highlight of our day, right? We're not super motivated to do it. However, we know that it's critical for our oral health. And, you know, if you don't want to repel people for bad breath, right? We just do it because it's a habit we have created and it's a discipline that we've had to implement within our life. So what action steps can you take when you're in a position where you're feeling super unmotivated, but you have a goal to achieve? My biggest piece of advice for you is just to take action. So just act right and break down that goal like I just mentioned earlier into a small achievable step. So, you know, you want to be able to get to the gym, but you feel no motivation to get to the gym. Okay. Well, set your clothes up the night before and go for a 20 minute walk. And your goal for that week is going to be three 20 minute walks a week, right? That's it. And then the next week you're going to do four. And then the next week, maybe you're going to get to the gym once and it will become so much more achievable. And the cool thing is, is when you actually start to act and take action, you build confidence, which then motivates you to continue on to do the thing that you know that you want to do to achieve the goal that you want to achieve. So in short, we want to take action over motivation. Do not wait for motivation. Take the action, build confidence and motivation will come. I promise. Number two, get organized. This one drives me a little bit crazy because a lot of people have big goals that they want to achieve and maybe you're wanting to achieve a goal, but there is no planning behind it. There is no organization and they just leave it to the day. And this is really big when it comes to nutrition. Listen, you need to plan out your nutrition ahead of time if you have a goal that you're wanting to achieve. Do you know what? Even if it's not fat loss, if it's just making sure that you're eating enough food throughout the day, if you're a busy individual, you're not going to be able to make the choices that you actually want to make if you're just leaving it up to whatever you have around you at that time. What I see happen is that most people don't plan ahead with their meals and then they get to the point where they're really hungry and they just need to make the easiest and quickest decision, which usually doesn't align with their goals. You need to plan ahead and simplify things. Being organized doesn't mean cooking gourmet meals six days per week. What it does mean is thinking ahead and simplifying things. Break it down. I need a protein source. I need a carbohydrate source. I need a fat source. That's super simple. You know, like for myself, I'll, I'll use an example for lunches. I grill up. I put in a sheet pan. I chop up a whole bunch of vegetables, pumpkins, zucchini, what else do I do? Like asparagus, a whole range of different things, capsicum or bell peppers, pop it in the oven with some marinated chicken breast or turkey. And I do enough for the next six days. I pop three in the fridge. I pop three in the freezer. Boom. During the week, I do not need to think about my lunches. Now, if I don't do that, I actually will not eat during the day because I'm really, really busy, as I know a lot of you guys are busy. And I will get to the point where it'll hit 6 p.m. and I will be starving. And then I end up overeating or making decisions with my nutrition that don't serve me. So you need to plan ahead. That goes with workouts as well. Look at your week ahead. When is a busy work day? When do you have lots of study on? Okay, well, maybe for that day, you're going to need to be organized. Or oh, that's that's going to be your rest day and you're going to 
organize your workouts around that particular day. You need to be organized in order to follow through to your goals and take action where you need to. Number three, oh, shock horror. I've never talked about this subject before. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. Don't worry about the number on the scale. 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 I have to continuously repeat this. If you can't emotionally detach from the scale, and what I mean by that is if you jump on the scale and you see it go up, do you feel bad about yourself? If you jump on the scale and you see it go down, do you feel really good? Either of those two options, if you get an emotional response from jumping on the scale, you shouldn't use it. Because the truth is, is I like to compare the scale to crypto. Cryptocurrency is incredibly volatile. And it's just as volatile as your scale weight. It is going to peak. It is going to drop. And if you can't understand, that's just the nature of what happens to our weight, especially with females. We have a cycle. If you train, if you don't get enough sleep, depending on what you eat, if you don't understand that, please don't use a scale. Please, please, please don't use it because it's just going to cause you anxiety and stress when you could actually be making such incredible progress. I can't tell you how many women that we have in our coaching program that do not see a shift in scale weight. However, their progress pictures are dramatically different and their measurements are dropping. And imagine if they just relied on scale weight, how frustrated they would feel. Please don't just rely on scale weight. Don't let that number dictate to you how you feel about yourself and what the rest of your day is going to be like. Make sure that you're tracking other progress like body measurements, progress pictures. Are you progressing in the gym? Are you getting stronger? What's your sleep like? Are you food focused? All of these kinds of things are biofeedback that are really, really important to ensure that you're actually tracking towards your goals and you're improving. Scale weight is just a tiny, tiny part of that. Okay, that's enough about scale weight. You know, I yap on about that enough. All right, let's go to the next point. Number four, learn to be consistent. Consistency over perfection. So do you fall into the category of feeling like you don't follow through on something? You set yourself really high expectations. You can't follow through on that long term. And so you get into this all or nothing mentality where you're either doing it 100% or if you're not following through on those expectations that you've set for yourself, you just think, stuff it. What's the point? Consistency over perfection. If we zoom out over a 12 month period, let's talk about your nutrition, for example. We've just had Easter, right? So let's just say you have over consumed at Easter. You've gone over your calories and it's a Saturday and you've eaten some chocolate and you think to yourself, do you know what? Stuff it. I've already eaten chocolate. I've already gone over my calories. I'm going to eat a whole nother 20 eggs because what's the point? I've screwed things up anyway. Now, if we zoom out over a 12 month period, let's just say you go over your calories, 500 calories, or you go over your calories by a thousand. In the scheme of things, 12 months time, that is not going to make any kind of an impact. However, if every time you go over your calories and let's just say it's every couple of weeks, you have a social event and you get into that all or nothing mentality and you think, stuff it, I may as well, I've gone over my calories, I may as well go over my calories again. If we zoom out over a 12 month period and every two weeks or every month, you're going and going way over your calories because you're in that all or nothing mentality. That's really going to stall any kind of progress where if you can go, do you know what? It's Easter this weekend. I'm going to enjoy some chocolate. I'm probably going to go over my calories, but you know what? On Monday, I'm going back to my old routine and I'm getting back on track and I'm focusing on my goals. 
you're not going to make any kind of impact on achieving negative impact anyway on achieving your goals at the end of 12 months a lot of this comes down to mindset and if you are in this all or nothing perfectionist mentality you're just setting yourself up to fail really now the other side of this is you also need to learn to do the things that serve you on a consistent basis now this is not saying that you need to be perfect right we've already just addressed that but what you need to understand is if you have a goal There are steps that you need to take in order to achieve that goal. And just like anything that anyone achieves in life, you know, even if you're finishing a degree, you're studying at school to become a doctor, let's just say. There are things that you need to do in order to achieve that goal, to become a doctor. There are sacrifices that you need to make. You need to be consistent. You need to study. You need to complete assignments. And you're not going to feel like doing all of those things. However, if you're wanting to achieve that end goal, you need to be consistent doing the things that serve you, that will help you achieve achieve that goal. Consistency is the absolute pillar to success. Okay, so number five, stop scrolling Instagram. A really great way to derail your progress and your self-confidence is to compare yourself to others. Comparison, as we all know, is the thief of joy. And it's so, so true. The fact of the matter is, is that you are you, I am me. And no matter how much I look at somebody else and want to be them, I'm never going to be them. Or no matter how much I look at someone and go, wow, they are so much further ahead than me. You're not going to magically jump to where they are. It's just not the way that it works. You need to choose to be really mindful about what you allow yourself to see and what you feed your mind with. Because ultimately, what is swirling around in your head ends up being how you feel about yourself, the thoughts that you think, and essentially the life that you lead. Majority of Instagram is so completely fake. There are filters, there are people that, you know, especially if we're looking at different people's bodies and women's bodies, there are ways to pose that make you look a lot better And there are ways to pose that don't make you look like you're at your best. And all you're seeing is somebody in the best lighting, in the best pose. And you know what? Who's probably actually really attractive. Now, if you think about it, if you can't just admire that person and appreciate their beauty without it diminishing your own beauty, just like the scales, you should not be looking at that person. And my goodness, you should not be following them. You should not be looking at images of them or videos of them on a constant basis because all you're doing is hurting your own self-confidence and actually taking away from all that you have achieved in your own journey, which is incredible. It's you versus you, you guys. know I talk about this all the time, you versus you, not you versus some random on the internet or on Instagram. Number six, accept it will take time. Success comes from doing things the right way. Now, the right way is not always the fast way, especially when it comes to any kind of body transformation. We know that fast results mean that you lose those results faster. Now, when you're actually wanting to improve your metabolism, improve your hormone health, improve your body, be able to eat more food, all of these things take time. They take a lot of time. And if you are consistently chasing fast results and you're wanting short-term gratification, you're setting yourself up to make things harder for you in the long run, where if you had done things the right way, which may take a bit more time, you'd actually be at your goal much quicker than when you are chasing after these, you know, band-aids, really, these quick fixes that you think are going to make you happy, that you think are going to get you to your end goal, when in fact, they're actually just harming you and setting you back further. In life, all good things take time. And this is going to sound so 
cliche, but you need to learn to enjoy the journey. When you look back in your life at different experiences, hard times, the good times, you're going to have memories in the in-between. So let's just say, I don't know, you've gotten married, your wedding day is incredible. But what about all the, the memories that you make at your bridal shower or the times that you go and find your wedding dress? That's the journey. And there is beauty in that. And there are lessons in that and incredible memories to make. And we want to appreciate that because sometimes we put off living our life and enjoying our life because we're always chasing, chasing this end goal. When in fact, your life is the in-between. That's where all the good stuff is. Don't be in such a rush to achieve your end goal because you believe that's where happiness lies. Happiness does not lie at your end goal. It lies in the everyday, in the little things, in what you achieve day in, day out, in the habits that you create, in the the small achievements that you make and the confidence that you build from that. Be patient, understand it's going to take time and really just learn to celebrate the wins along the way. Okay, lucky last, don't lie to yourself. Okay, I'm going to give you a bit of tough love here. You know, I care about you all so, so much. And the biggest lesson I have learned in my own life, because I am absolutely guilty of this, is playing the victim. You and only you are responsible for achieving the things in your life, for getting the results or not getting the results. You take the action. You follow the plan. You determine your success. Now, it is so much easier to blame other people for our shortcomings, for why we haven't achieved what we set out to achieve, or to use as an excuse as to why we feel bad about ourselves or feel disappointed in ourselves. And you know what? That gets you absolutely nowhere. Learning to take responsibility for absolutely everything in your life is actually very freeing. And it can be confronting because you need to look at yourself in the mirror and go, all right, who is to blame for me not being at my end goal? It's me. Did I do everything possible? Everything possible? And the answer is always no. No, you know, I played a role in me not achieving my goals. Maybe I wasn't as compliant. Maybe I wasn't as patient. Maybe my mindset was off. And from there, it's not about beating yourself up, but it's about going, okay, how can I do this better? I'm going to take absolute responsibility, complete responsibility for why I'm not at my end goal. And now I can take responsibility in reversing that. I can take action. I can fix this area of my life, which is going to get me to my end goal. When you blame others for not achieving what you want to achieve, all you're doing is prolonging the process. If you can just put your big girl pants on, which I know you all can do, look at yourself in the mirror, be honest with yourself and go, do you know what? I'm going to be a better person tomorrow. I'm going to own the fact that I am in the position that I'm in right now, but I know that I can take action because I've got that power to be able to change the direction of my life. Like you can do that. You can absolutely do that. And I'm going to challenge you to actually start that today. Even in a small part of your life, is there one thing that frustrates you in life or that you feel like you just can't achieve that you tend to blame on other people? Is it because you're unhappy the way that you feel about yourself or that you don't think that you can achieve your goals in school or your goals at work because of X, Y, Z? I want you to look in the mirror, be honest with yourself and say, today, I'm going to stop using that excuse and I'm going to ruthlessly chase after my goals and take full ownership. 
Okay, so that is it. They are the seven things that you need to do to achieve your fitness goals. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode, guys. Please take a screenshot of this, share it on your stories, leave me a rating and review. If you want me to cover any kind of topics, make sure you slide into my DMs. Let me know. I love hearing from you guys. I love hearing what you liked about the podcast and what you didn't like about the podcast, like all the notifications going off. That's good because now I know how to fix it. All right, guys, that is it from me. Big love, Coach Tash. Uh